Thank you for tuning in and listening. We are delighted to welcome you to the podcast of Fiona Arrigo, founder of the award-winning Arrigo programme and A Place to Heal. Fiona Arrigo is one of the foremost internationally acclaimed intuitive healers, a biodynamic psychotherapist, mentor and life teacher, and is acknowledged as a leader in her field. In this episode of Sunday Sanctuary, Fiona will be talking about the importance of steadiness, new world, new becoming, how we are co-creating on the micro-macro levels of healing for our collective humanity. Okay, everybody. So, as I've said, I've just come down from the mountain in Spain and I feel... um, I really went into such a deep, spacious world. So it's been very interesting for me coming back into England and what what it does to the psychic body as you come into different fields of energy. So it's actually took me two days to get in this time fully to arrive here. So just to give yourself time to arrive, to settle, to be totally as you are, to welcome all of you here as much as you can right now for this time that we're going to spend together. And let's really rest together in tranquility. Such a beautiful word that's been in my field for the last two days, resting in tranquility and inviting peacefulness, softness, human kindness, gentleness. An invitation now in our sanctuary to come out from the collective noise and to find a place of rest and just to be. So, I seem to say this every time we meet, but wow, (laughs) we are in intense times. And it seems that we are in a vast tipping point right now, where everything that has been held down is coming up fast and intensively in the collective. October, we're only halfway through, has really been super intense. But I heartfully believe we are resetting humanity to a new way to live on earth. We are at a very, very specific point. And in a way, I was laughing about this last night when I thought this is a whole new meaning to the Wild West. (laughs) You remember in those cowboy films, they talked about the Wild West. We are in the big Wild West frontiers right now. You know, we're not quite Calamity Jane, but you know, we're in it. We're hugely in this. So 
As ever, I want to hear how you are. So I'll speak for as long as guided to, and then we'll take time to have our community share and listen um, with heart to heart to each other, and then come back with a small meditation. I also think, you know, I was right off um, anything to do with, I mean, I was off grid really for three and a half weeks, but I do um, believe last week was mental health week, or maybe it was the week before, forgive me if I haven't got it right, but let's take a moment just to offer our prayers, our own journey, our own recovery, our own practice to anyone and everyone who is suffering on our earth in these strong, fragile times. So let's, you know, as we come to sanctuary, let us offer our sanctuary in whatever we are getting out into the world. So just take a minute to acknowledge all of you that are here. I think there are 44, beautiful number. And bring anybody you want that you feel needs your help, needs your support, needs your prayer. Let's put this into the altar for this morning's work. Let all beings be welcome. No, no, as I was meditating yesterday, I have really, I want to thank you all for your work, for every place that you are doing this work. Thank you. And my field was flooded yesterday with memories and um, of so many people that I've met on this path. And I could feel and see actually the amount of prayer and dedication that is going into the collective by so many people that we know. So I really want to acknowledge these people, people that are doing conscious work, people that are doing meditation, people that have a yoga practice, people that are journaling, people that are doing conscious business, people that are conscious birthing, people that are conscious parenting, people that are conscious eating and on and on. You know, there's so many of us doing the work and it's amazing the telepathy of the field of prayer. It, it felt so strong yesterday as I sat. So as we're all being bashed around and moved around and in a way bombarded by so much information, I want to draw our attention to the understanding in, in many texts, in many, um, in a way, I don't like the word prophecy or predictions, but in age, age, ageless wisdom and many of the deeper wisdom, this particular time on earth to be born is considered a very auspicious time. And I would like us to really hold that close in our hearts 
and in our awareness, amidst all the mayhem that is arising, all the consciousness, all the decalcification, all the messages of things are not right that is arising. We are all here now miraculously together, witnessing extraordinary change. So my deep prayers are for steadiness, for wisdom, for compassion, and for discernment. This is a time, as I've often said, and in a way, I don't know if I'm even ever saying anything new, maybe I'm just saying it differently, or maybe it just needs to be said again. You know, I make it a practice never to listen to anything I've said because, um, yeah, I just don't, don't like to listen to anything. So I say it and then it's gone, but um, I'm sure I'm repeating myself time and time again. But this is a time for maturity. None of us knows what's going to happen next. We're being anchored in, 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 into the great uncertainty and finding our steadiness in this. And all of us together are in this global field of the unknown. This for sure is a time to deepen our sangha, to deepen our inner practice, to find refuge, deep, deep refuge in the uncertainty of what is bumping around us. I don't think I've personally ever felt such intensity on the earth plane, in the field, in the field, in the collective field, not so much on the earth, but in the collective field. So I urge you to seek your own silence, your own centeredness and your own stillness. So you can self inform. There is so much information everywhere that is bombarding the human psyche and you need this silence, centeredness and stillness in order to take it through you. And it's normal, you know, all of us are going to feel moments of fear, all of us are going to feel moments of confusion. All of us are going to feel anger, you know, we are human bodies transmuting deep, deep energies. As so much is purging through us. And then we return to practice. Practice doesn't always, as we've got beloved Cornelius online, you know, practice doesn't always have to be sitting with a straight back. Practice is attention and awareness to what you are looking at, what you are seeing, and how we can remain empty and spacious. And in modern psychology, in the, in, into the field of neutrality. This is where home sits, our points of reference sit, and where we can dissolve the energetic bombardment. And you know yourselves, I'm a great lover of the nervous system. You know, it's a lot of my work is, 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 has been around understanding this. 
And a lot of my personal work has been about getting my own nervous system steady enough so I can be empty to receive many different levels of information. So what is happening? And I know, you know, you know this, but you know, for the field, for what we are coming together to witness, to hold, to dream into together is the old structures as we have known them can no longer hold. It's impossible because of the energy coming in, the energy coming up. So what we have known is falling down and falling apart. For people that don't have practice, that can't go into empty, spacious, stillness, centeredness dissolves. It is confusing and terrifying. And this is where we need the developed path of compassion to understand how terrifying this is for the world because everything is falling down. What is old and out of balance cannot hold. And this is what we are witnessing. Our collective no is getting stronger and many of us from way back, way back, are calling for a new way to be. Even if we weren't conscious of it, we have been calling. And so we are at a tipping point. Our shifts from old to new, we see nothing in the outside world is working. And for many people, there is nothing to trust, nothing to rely on. The outside world has lost confidence in its leaders. Question mark, exclamation mark, dot, 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 if it ever had them. But for many people that haven't got a developed internal center and anchor, it is terrifying because who do they trust? And we are in the constant whirl of mixed messages. And it's effective. It, discombobulates us if you know it's like good parent bad parent all the time so we need center we need holding and we need to go underneath that and we need to shine out from our hearts so as the world has lost confidence in its leaders this is because we are in a moment of transition to find our own inner leadership and most importantly our own inner authority and in so doing when we can this is our contribution to the collective whole or one of them right now so our job as i've said in my own understanding is to hold steady and to deepen beyond the story to hold steady. This is how we help. This is how our nervous systems interface and inter interplay with others by holding steady. Something new is being born like birth. 
And at this moment, we're in a really deep contraction. As in birth, for all us mothers, we know in, in, we get pushed down and in to birth. And this is what's happening. We're being pushed down and into it all to birth. Not out, but in. And I so believe this is not a time to go to battle, to fuel, divide and conquer in our endless exhaustive opinions. Opinions is such an energetic. Discernment, wisdom, knowledge is completely different, but opinions, it rattles and it vibrates at a certain resonance. It's time for us to align, to wake up to our own inner medicine and live as powerfully as we can from here. And nothing is more important. Nothing is more important than you finding times in the day to align, to wake up to your own inner medicine and to live from there. It's more important than feeding, shopping, cooking, making money, looking after. That has its place, but this moment now, we need the practice to align so we feel our connection and therefore we can help and serve others just by our energetic. And this is time to keep coming back to remembering that our original design is love and is connection and a time to focus on our commonalities, what joins us rather than what divides us, what joins us in our deep human spirit away from the turmoil. We are one, mirrors and reflections of infinite variety. We are one. So our responsibility is to take care of ourselves. Mary Lynn, you posted something beautiful on Codes of Living. I might ask you either to write it in the chat room for people um, or, or maybe read it out when, when, when we begin to share. So as we take care of our toxic thoughts, as we take care of our bodies and our nervous systems and we take care of what we are intending into the dream excuse me into the dream body of the new planet as we are birthing and resettling into a new way to live on earth this doesn't mothers fathers grandfathers grandmothers Birth is not an easy process at this moment. So, we are coming to our earth in our light, in our wisdom, to restore balance in any way that we can. In, in the natural, simple ways, we become a tuning fork. 
of what we are settling and intending into see. So if we go inside, we will also see that we are maturing to find our no, to find our peace. As we collect the pieces, we are able to see through things. Let thine eye be whole. We are able to see, we are piercing the realities to be able to see what is truly here. And lots of it isn't pretty. As we look at governments, as we look at control, as we look at censorships, as we look at algorithms, as we look at this whole thing of manipulation and oppression and holding down in fear. But we're piercing it. Consciousness is piercing it. Our group prayers are piercing it. Our yoga practices are piercing it. The thousands and thousands of years of our elders, our teachers, our avatars, we are being pierced to see, let thine eye be whole. And within this and all the work that we're all doing together and singularly, we are learning to trust ourselves. Reclaiming our own power, dreaming new dreams of oneness, of something different, of care for life, of care for each other, of care of our planet. But let's not in this moment add fire to fire, but add the cooling wisdom as we pass through this outer turmoil. And I wanted to spend a moment of deep reflection of you to really see how far we have all come in a relatively small period of time. Just to notice what we have done since the beginning of COVID in March. The acceleration of your own lives, your choices, your consciousness, your awareness, your realization. There has been a massive shift in the last seven months in you. So just take a moment to see that. It's extraordinary. If I sit here and remember when I started talking in March, what we have gone through together as a group. And maybe after this session this morning, take some time to really notice where you are today, what you're choosing, what you're aware of, and where you were a short time ago. That's a miracle. This is the conscious sea of change. This is the effect. So I believe it's time for us to re-remember that health and a health and a healing that recognizes 
the truth that not only does all life breathe together, we are also co-creating something miraculous in the witnessing at this moment in time. And these acts of your co-creation include all the health and well-being of our um, collective psychic world, physical world, as well as the health of our precious ecological system. This is a time for such deep service to the whole. Gone are the days of separate thinking, the old paradigm, enacting all that out. It, it just has no energy anymore. I wanted to share something with you that beloved Ben sent me the other day from a Hopi elder. And it goes, you have been telling the people that this is the 11th hour. Now you must go back and tell the people that this is the hour. And there are things to be considered. Where are you living? What are you doing? What are your relationships? Are you in right relation? Where is your water? Know your garden. It's time to speak your truth. <clears throat> Create your community. Be good to each other. And do not look outside yourself for the leader. Then he clasped his hands together, smiled and said, this could be a good time. There is a river flowing now very fast. It is so great and swift that there are those who will be afraid. They will try to hold on to the shore. They will feel they are torn apart and will suffer greatly. Know the river has its destination. The elders say we must let go of the shore, push off into the middle of the river, Keep our eyes open and our heads above the water. And I say, see who is in there with you and celebrate. At this time in history, we are to take nothing personally, least of all ourselves. For the moment that we do, our spiritual growth and journey comes to a halt. The time is over for the lone wolf. Gather yourselves. Banish the word struggle and your attitude and your vocabulary. All that we do must be done in a sacred manner and in celebration. We are the ones that we have been waiting for. And this was from an unnamed Hopi elder, I believe. 
Ben, I don't know, my love, if you can put that in chat. But if you can at some point, it would be amazing. Let me just drink a bit. So gentle beings, we know we are waking up to the realization that it is us that will make a difference by our own awakening, capacity to intend, capacity to prayer, and to make a stand for what resonates with us. We did work with that before. You know, you have to know what resonates with you and also be open and flexible and know it may change tomorrow. Nothing can be set and held. It, we are in the cycle of movement. Caroline Mass, Mass, Mass said something the other day. Um, it is fully in our capacity to co-create through micro and macro lenses and collectively direct that power to truly heal ourselves and our global community. For the truth is, what is one is indeed the whole. We can heal this planet one person at a time and it starts with us. And let that rest lightly on you. Don't let that be, oh my God. There's a wonderful um, sculpture that I keep being tempted to buy when I'm in Spain and Gaussin, done by a friend of mine, that's of this old woman. Um, she's in, she, I don't know what she's in. She's in, she's in some sort of stone, I think. And she's got this huge brass world on her shoulders and she's bent over. And every time I go in and look at it and think, mm, should I buy it? And then the woman who knows me very well says, no, why do you want that funeral? It's so far from what you believe. But I honor her. I honor this woman that has held so much together. And I honor man that has held so much together. But this path now that comes through our heart is even amongst it all, let us be light. Let us not be exhausted under the responsibility. This is a joining of joy and a joining of prayer. It's not a vibration of responsibility. I've got to go and clean my nervous system to heal the world. No, 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 no. It's the joyfulness and the lightness to be able to clean our minds, to be able to clean our nervous systems, to be in prayer. And that's an offering. So we're calling for our inner activist, our inner activism, our steadiness, our steadfastness, not giving up, not sidestepping. You can rest, but don't give up. You can say not today, but don't give up. We can't do that energy stream. We can't do that anymore. There's so many different codes that are changing and moving through us in this upgrade. So we are being called to change, transform, let go, come into something new that is, will be more balanced, more fair, more wise, 
more compassionate. But, and it will feel uncomfortable. No woman at this table, I'm sure there are women that will have done ecstatic birth, <laughs> but it's painful. Birth, there are those moments where you're grabbing the doula's neck or the midwife's and it, the banshee, the crazed one is coming. Birth is birth, my darlings. And it's not to say, as I said earlier, that it can be um, as frightening as it is liberating, particularly in all the information that is coming. And everyone can find their own version of reality and the impact on the world. So we need to keep choosing with wisdom and this beautiful world of, tran word of tranquility. You know, if we don't believe in the virus, we will, if we do believe in the virus, we will be struggling to keep our families and communities safe. If we don't believe in the virus, we will be struggling to exist in a world where everyone else believes it and to maintain our families and loved ones in a vibration. If we believe there is a global takeover, we will be struggling to manage our fear around this. If we are concerned trying to support and interrupt what is going on, to ask people to consider their truth, this often uncovers shock. If we are looking at changing the narrative, we are also looking at experiencing often the fracturing of many of our closest relationships. Fear, vaccines, COVID, Brexit, Donald Trump, the elections are fracturing and pulling families and communities apart, which is why I say we need to focus on our commonalities. We're all set in different places and there's a huge divisiveness that is going on, which means that the planet keeps the control of fear. Divisiveness is an agent of fear. So I'm coming back to, the, to this Sunday sanctuary in the sea of tranquility, in the sea of peace, in the sea of steadiness, in the sea of steadfastness, how can we support each other? And how can you take care of your precious self? You know, our biology of, as human beings is that we are wired for connection. We are wired into tribal connection. And separation is the old dream. This old divisive conquer, um, put families against families, war against war, countries against country, relationship against relationship. It is not the new way. We have to find harmony. And we're not going to take a breath. We're not going to get this right all the time. We have to love and forgive and accept ourselves where we are. We are transmuting and transforming and becoming, we are not the whole picture. So don't have an expectation of you to be walking light. 
you're not. You're going to have moments where you're afraid, moments where you're angry, moments where you're upset. But then we come back to our interconnection of coming away from anything within our mental constructs, our emotional body, our physicality that represents separation. For sure, we are in the deepest transformation. And we've heard, you know, before we've talked about, you know, our steadiness makes us trustworthy. And trustworthy is a deep ally for these times. The, it's such a depth to be able to be trustworthy for another. I want you to consider that in all your relationships. Are you safe? Are you trustworthy? Because the micro macro is on right now. Dial up, switch on, it's on right now. Are you trustworthy? Are you steadfast? So how do we hold strong and come together and be, be careful not to re-trigger and not to activate, to stir up in our own homes, in our own households? If we're fighting, screaming, hurting, harming, that goes into the field and it can be looked at at the greater divide. If it's our responsibility to become as whole and as, in, as intact as we possibly can, because it matters. This is the creation of new matter, new madre, new earth. It matters. Okay, take a breath. I also wanted to talk about right now in the Chinese medicine wheel, we're in the metal cycle. And I think it's important just to kind of, I'm going to talk a tiny bit about the root chakra, but about the metal cycle. This is, you know, the wonder of nature, how she has always and is always in balance. You know, the, the summer comes, the leaves lose their, the trees lose their leaves in the autumn. We go into the shredding of the winter months. We come out into the popping of the spring. And all this is, and then the, the, the height of the summer, you know, all this is governed by the elements, the five elements. Right now, this is in the perfect flow. She just moves and flows and drops and rebalances so things die and things birth things become renewed and the metal cycle is very much about letting go shedding and and it's something in the glitch in the human nature which is designed to hoard hang on keep it all but it's anti-flow Life is that process of death and birth and, 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 and abundance and health and shedding. So the metal cycle is um, rules in the body, the large intestine, the lungs and the skin. These are all the three major elimination organs for the body. Thus, this is a cycle for cleaning and clearing everything out. If you work with nature, if you work with the seasons, 
you, we can become attuned. This is a time for cleaning and clearing out. It's a time to look at, your, at yourself, at what does not serve you, your old resent, resentments, your hurts, your physical clutter, looking at relationships that may not serve for this next part that you're going into. And in this time of letting go, there is always grief. The metal is very connected to the lungs and grief. As we shed, as we let go, as we come into um, these new dynamics, so birth can come. We have to let go, so birth can come. We're also moving towards, I think it's on November the 2nd, the, the All Hallows, the Day of the Dead, where we honor all our ancestors. These are all laid down wisdoms that in our little high rise buildings with false light and televisions and computers and you know, we, we, we become so out of contact with this beautiful teaching. This is the time to let go. And then we look at everything that's been trying in the outside world to show itself, but how everything in the old lodge is trying to hold on and keep things as they were, which is impossible. We might as well all surrender. We could send prayers to all our leaders and just go like, oh, might try that. Let go. Something new comes, a new dawn, a new earth. Let go. This method doesn't work or serve and cannot. It's impossible. So fighting this uphill, uphill battle to preserve something that's falling apart is actually ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, this is what I mean. We're so out of balance. So we keep noticing that in this cycle of let go, all these strong feelings may be surfacing so that we may recognize what needs to be healed, resolved and transformed. So let's look at all that's going on rather than react in fear and in the pandemic as a global call to action to do it differently. And sometimes we may feel we are unable to progress effortlessly through this great metamorphosis. Sometimes our internal growing pains may be um, unsettling, but everything is undoing and being undone in the status quo as we know it. And what have we got? We've got the new we've got each other, we've got our relationship to the divine, we have our relationship to Pachamama, we have our relationships to all these new brothers and sisters that are on this planet right now standing for something new. And if we look, if we set our minds back seven months ago, at everything we have been attaching to in the mundane world that gave the gift of um, the mythos, the fantasy of happiness, the car, the lipstick, the bag, the holiday, 
whatever it was that, you know, if we got that, we would be happy. We can see all that's now is quite empty. We're not looking in the same way for those same things to fulfill ourselves. Take a look, that's been wiped out. And one of the reasons I believe that we have been feeling such inordinate pressure coming up is because of the things that we have attached ourselves to in the past that are dismantling. The comforts of yesteryear uh, seem no longer to have an impact of calming or distracting or serving us or taking our attention away, I'll buy that dress or I'll get that thing. It, it's not serving us in the same way, it's losing its potency. And this is a time, you know, maybe after Sunday Sanctuary, if you allow yourself to sit and be still today and play some music, really make a list of the attachments and the let goes and to witness how much you have changed in this strong cycle and honor yourself and honor your work. And look at what you may want to let go of or what life is asking you to let go of. The new energy that we are working with is lighter. It, it's got a cold, different lightness of vibration of higher refinement. And we are making new alignments. We are forming a new collective, uh, a new identity together. Birth, death, let go, renewal. So I'm, I just want to love and support you and I in our witnessing of a new lens that we are looking through. Let thine eye be whole. A deeper call to honesty in the lives that we've created. Less hiding. Coming away from many false systems that we have been programmed to believe in. We are being offered and, and we are learning to tap into a finer, more refined energetic that will serve us and nourish us on an authentic level. Revealing in time as we decalcify the truth of who we really are. This is why we say this is auspicious. We have turned up to serve and to be part of this grand awakening. And as we do this, more and more we disconnect from the old paradigm of false identities that we have relied upon. And we continue in our prayers every night, every day, to offer the vision, to hold strong your vision for the good of all, for a better world, united, however far away it is, however many generations down the line it is. Patience is a new code. It's not the age of gratification. It's not the age of entitlement, all that's gone. This is a dedicated, progressive intention 
for all our relations on the planet forever. So it doesn't have a personal timeline. We are working under completely new ways with new wings. Okay, so um, steadiness can also be referred to as finding our center and our root in the noise within the storm. There's a lot of pressure. I felt this enormously when I came into England. Um, it took me a long time to ground and root. I had to do lots and lots of work for the last two days. Uh, as I could feel the stirring up of the root chakra. And, and when, the, when the root chakra gets stirred up, as many of you know, we feel dislodged, uncertain, not connected, alone. Um, the root rules our instincts, our sense of security and our survival. And it's really the first point that sustains our bodies and our physical identities on earth. So if the global, because it's got no anchor anymore, because it's not anchored within and it's looking at an outside world that is falling apart, you have this massive instability zooming through the collective field. And as the collective roars, you might feel in moments that you're not connected to anything or anybody, but I want you not to worry about that. Just trust your practice, trust your sangha, trust your teachers, trust your group. You're not always going to feel aligned. You will feel disturbed and because you you're you're changing your vibrational corridors so the root chakra will get disturbed and the way that we can counteract this is what i've said connect to your friends connect to your soul group connect to your prayers connect to music connect to dance and the biggest one of all walk in nature. You know, the, you know, to look up at the sky. I'm supposed to be in lockdown, by the way, for 14 days. So I've got to kind of look out like this through the window. Look up at the sky. Put your feet in the earth. You know, I had, I had to go out into the garden a lot and just put my feet bare on the earth. Because it's 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 normal when the root becomes destabilized, that we go into fight and flight. And explore what brings you joy. And remember to keep practicing gratitude. This remains our deepest prayer. Every connection that you make from a committed place connects you to your tribe and to the planet and to the new now, and to our new foundation. And I absolutely know in my deepest heart of hearts that we have the capacity to forge a path together towards a life that can sit in fairness, equality, equanimity, beauty, harmony, 
And this is why, again, come back to your body, come back to your relationships and see where the flow of harmony is. We are establishing now by our conscious thoughts, words and actions, a foundation on which to build our dreams. Our choices, our actions are continually blending into a greater pool of everyone's energy. Creating the world around us. We are one great interconnected field of life comprised of the elements air, earth, water, fire and metal. All is one is the ultimate accountability. All is one is the ultimate accountability. All life breathes together. How do we you know, reflect? How do we actually experience this as truth? What I do to one person, I do to everyone. Every choice I make to heal myself helps to heal the whole. How your personal health is connected to the health of the whole living community of life. How do your personal actions influence the whole? What is our relationship to climate change? How do we um, understand health according to the mystical laws that govern all creation? Bio-spiritual ecology is a new way of approaching health. To really understand we co-create our shared reality. Co-creation is about how we direct energy and intention and to know that all our energy systems in this age of the quickening in this age of telepathy in this age of transparency whew, in this age of authenticity in some way merge and blend with all the energies of life We are all active, creative beings in the quality of all life on this planet. Yours, mine, and all of nature. All is one. Ultimate accountability. Just take a moment and breathe. I really felt that pounding through my heart. So we could say within that climate change is not happening around us, it's happening through us, in us, and because of us. Mm -hmm.
ultimate accountability, maturity, not responsibility carrying the world, lifting your hearts to the altar of life, ultimate accountability. All is one. Let that be light. Don't let it be heavy. Let that be light. We can heal this planet one person at a time. And it starts with us. We are becoming the healers of the earth, not the destroyers, not the ravishers, ravagers, the rapists, the plunderers, the takers. No, 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 no. We are becoming the healers. And it might take us several hundred years to repair all our damage. This is the rising of the heart. The walkers of the heart weavers on our earth to hold vision, to dream anew, to do this together. Ultimate accountability. So my loves, that pounded out for you. Just let me look and see how you are. Hmm. Okay. Oh, Heidi, you've come on. Hello, darling, and Lara. Hello, sweetheart, you've just joined. You may have joined some time ago, but I didn't see you at the beginning. So let's just take a breath and settle. I'm going to allow myself actually to take a breath and settle. <laughs> so, Cornelius, can I invite you, beloved friend, teacher, brother of my heart? Hi. Would you like to share some of your nectar teachings? Uh, yeah, I think obviously, you know, reiterating what you're what you're saying, I think for a lot of us that are teaching or people that are sensitive, it's like with the earth, with the birds before the earthquake, like they they just know they start flying differently and doing different things, and that is what everyone's feeling now. And I know for a long time you've listened to spirituality and all sorts of things like that, and they've talked about this long, you know, time in the distance where things will change and. Um, there may be tribulation, but you know, it'll be birth and great newness will come out of it. Um, and I just like Fiona saying that that moment is actually now, it's actually happening. Uh, it's happening as we speak. There, there are amazing changes that are happening, um, both within ourselves and within the world around us. And I think what, why kind of me and Fiona and other people are speaking about it is because your view and your perception of what's happening is very, very, very important here. Because if you don't know what we're speaking about, you walk into everything that's happening in the world and you just see collapse and despair and, and, and you don't see birth, you know? If you look at a woman giving birth and you didn't know what was happening, you would think she was dying, wouldn't you? And, and that's what we're, we're doing here, you know? We're, we're saying to you, this is the birthing process. This is what it looks like. You know, it's it's nature. It's not necessarily something, you know, lots of people talk about spiritual change, like all of a sudden we're going to wake up and be in light bodies. And it's, it's not it's not about that. This is a, this is a long um, ongoing process. 
So what we're talking about is really not to promote fear. It's the opposite. So if you have fear coming up, you're in the wrong kind of perspective. You're not seeing things clearly as they are. Fear will, of course, come up. It comes up within all of us. But it's important that you realise that you should kind of antidote uh, antidote this and start to start to see the the positivity, the light, and the and the breath that's being breathed into um, in, into this world. So, so what we're looking at here is the, the coming of an, of an end of a cycle and the beginning of a new one. So within that, you'll see that the old is dying and that the new is being born. You will not be able to perceive all the time that the new is being born, but you will be able to perceive the old that's collapsing. So when we move into these periods of great change, the reason why the old has to collapse is because otherwise you just won't let go of it. And there comes a time when energetically it's ripped away from us, that time um, it is now and, it, and it's come and that's what's that's what's going to happen so you're going to see huge amount of um, change you're going to see destabilization you're going to see um, governments and all sorts of things collapsing all sorts of things coming out into the open all sorts of things coming out into the open um, and as you do try and just sit with that and witness it don't start getting involved in you know everyone what everyone's saying about it what everyone's speaking about it from ignorance really come into these kind of teachings and this way of looking at things really kind of yield into that and take your time as well with whatever changes are arising outside you know really don't um you'll understand what i mean in time but just don't jump onto you know what the papers are saying or what the governments are saying really come into your own governance you know, really come into your own light. This is the only thing that's going to help. You know, if you want to ensure that you're, you're, you uh, ch transform your families and your communities with as great ease as possible, you have to all move into self-governance. We have to all start to look at um, the way that, 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 that we are. We have to take refuge in our own compassion, in our own wisdom, and, and start to be, be that kind of light to, um, to people around us. And if you are listening to this, I know, you know, for many years we, 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 you know, taught meditation and done whatever else to make ourselves feel better and to relax. And this is just that that that's part of what meditation is, but it's not what this is about anymore. It's something much bigger than that. And and the new world that's coming into being, it will come into being because of people like you, because of people like you that are willing to 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 see the collapse, but also see the birth, the breathers of new life. You know. That old paradigm is falling away. You can try your best to kind of help reform what can be reformed, but understand this kind of newness is going to come from you. You know, this newness is going to come from uh, going to come from us, from within our hearts, and from when within us taking refuge within ourselves. So the old collapses, and we take refuge within the new. And as we take refuge in the, then we start to breathe out into into, into reality, and this reestablishes. The, the, the manifestation and it, it begins to restabilize. So, yeah, I guess what we're saying is it's a very, very important time, a very, 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 very important time. And, and the things that I've been teaching about and the things that Fiona's teaching about, these are not tools to help you relax or calm down. Uh, you realize how important they are within the next, maybe in the next coming week or two. But certainly within the coming years, you'll really realize that finding compassion and wisdom and this, this sense of anchoring within our nature and within goodness, you, it will shine light into, this, in, into whatever darkness arises. And it will shine light into your life and into your family's life and into your communities and into your work and, and everything else. 
So don't be afraid. Don't be caught up in the uh, reactions of the moment that are born out of fear as well. Reactions that are born out of fear, that they're, 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 they're not clear. There's going to be a lot of finger pointing, a lot of them, us. There'll be a lot of things that are very, it's like Alice in Wonderland. You'll hear truth coming from liars and lies coming from truth. It, it, it'll, it'll be it'll be weird and you won't be able to make sense of it and you'll not know who's telling the truth, who's not and where it's, just sit and be very clear within yourself while all this is going on. The clearer you are, the clearer you're going to be able to, um, to see. And um, yes, just to, you know, again, don't look to governments to resolve this. This is something we, that, that's what we've done so far. We've looked out and expected everyone else to take care of our lives and our communities. And, and, and what we have to do now is start rebuilding our, new systems, loving one another, supporting one another, and, <clears throat> and, and, and working towards this, this, this kind of new way of being. So when we're talking about this refuge, this coming to wisdom, this coming to compassion, we're talking about having trust and having faith in everything that you've learned. And I hope me and Fiona and whoever else speaking about this before it happens is enough to give you a little bit of faith in what we're saying, you know? This is why we're saying it, you know, because you, you, you know, you really have to fall into this state of surrender at this moment. You know, that's the only thing, thing that's going to antidote fear is if we fall into a state of surrender. If we trust in reality, we trust in God, we trust in cycles, we trust in whatever word you want to put on to this universe, this reality, we begin to develop trust in that and in the process that is unfolding before us, no matter how difficult it is. You know, no matter how difficult it is to have faith in, in that. So, uh, you know, we have to be heroic in our spirituality now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So Thank good you. to have the masculine <laughs> as well with us. Thank you. Love you lots. Thank you. Love you lots, darling. Ben, did you want to say anything before we open it to the group? Was that, where are you? Let me just find you, Ben. Did you want to add anything? Hi, darling heart. Hello there. Um, well, I'd just like to just maybe just add on top of that. So thank you, Cornelius. Thank you, uh, Fiona, as always. And hello, everybody. Um, I was over in Berlin. Again, Cornelius, like what you said, the only one thing I wanted to do for my birthday, I just bought myself a, a ticket to Berlin and felt compelled to trust my instinct, which was just to show support and solidarity for the freedom um, March last Saturday so I went over by myself um, and that uh, kind of coming into what you were just saying it's funny because even though potentially going by self not knowing anyone not even having the details but just following that instinct the amount of uh, strength that has come through from just being in alignment with what my instinct was and not second guessing it so reinforcing I think what you've said Fiona and Cornelius of just trusting ourselves not looking outside and actually realizing that despite the mayhem despite the chaos and what was really interesting even up until the afternoon last saturday the level of censorship that has come in in particular in the last 10 days but in the next week the next two weeks it's it's getting extreme there are whole accounts on twitter on youtube on all the social platforms that have been going for years and years wiped off overnight many 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 voices events as you say a lot of trickery going on and i like that um 
what you just said, Cornelius, kind of there'll be lies coming from truth and truth coming from lies. And it's all like this. But to really try to not get caught up in the spaghetti amalgamation of this mess, which and that is part of what uh, many are saying is part of the actual strategy is to confuse us. So we are discombobulated. So we don't know which way to but sorry, what I'm just saying is like to be um, the censorship is insane. So we couldn't even find any details about the event, even in German. The, the Germans were looking for me. And this is something that's attracting a million people. You're like, oh, my gosh, you know. But on the flip side of that, so why, why I'm sharing with this is because like whack-a-mole, many of these lovely lights these wonderful voices all around the world who are sharing truth or their truth um have been kind of whacked down but just because maybe we can't see them i think what i'm trying to say is that to have um vindication and faith that for every one person who we hear and we see visibly speaking kind of from the heart and with authenticity and what resonates for us there's probably another thousand that we're not hearing about or seeing or even more than that the people who aren't even speaking out but even those who are speaking out who have been hidden so to realize that it's only one to three percent throughout throughout the history of humankind there's a tipping point of between one and three percent of people which will shift humanity's evolution and we're we're, we're approaching this tipping point rapidly right now um, even if it may seem very lonely and even if we're seeing all of the noise, noise and all of the terror and the fear splashed everywhere across the mainstream. So just to reiterate, I think yeah, trusting our inner divine guidance, which is going to be slightly different for each of us, every single 7.8 billion of us. There are 7.8 billion truths in the world to respect other people's truths, but most importantly, to respect our own truth, which will change moment to moment as new things come to us, as we have new downloads, as we hear new things, and to have faith in the process. Like you said, Cornelius, we have got here. The only, the only thing that we need to have faith is to look that we're all here on this Zoom call right now, throughout the whole of the history of humankind, we, all of us, are here alive right now. There is something much bigger than government, than politicians, than the noise over here and the battles over here. There is something much more bigger and powerful, and we're going for a birthing into a better new age, which they don't want us to know about because it's exciting and it's going to be beautiful on the other side. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, thank you. So, sweethearts, just to recap, um, on all these you know, beautiful sharings that we've been listening to. Thank you all. So, you know, what can we do? We can continue to be aware, to understand, you know, it's beautiful what Kath said, you know, just be still, be safe and watch. Um, watch all the consciousnesses that are being shown to us. You know, be cool in the face of all the corruptions that are showing up, that are dismantling. And, and again, Kath said, it's just, you know, in a way, we've often talked about, you know, we're still very elementary in our reactions. We're still very kindergartenish. You know, it's kind of, we want to get into the playground and punch each other out or get into little groups and turn one group against the other or make somebody feel left out. You know, it's still that kind of very young 
types of behavior. And here we are as the elders in these all these groups that we belong to, not just Sunday Sanctuary or Sacred Sanctuary, as somebody called it yesterday, which I think it was you, Katie, which is so lovely. Um, and again, you know, what, what Cornelia says and Ben has said that we're riding these intense experiences and it will be continued to show us and we will continue to be in this amplification. And so it's coming back to dropping into how do we navigate? And a really important aspect is with our intentionality to bring intention and focus into your prayer basket. Um, we know that our intentions are more powerful than words. So to see what we are putting our intentions into and where you are focusing your energy, I really suggest this is strong in your medicine basket this month. So energy is more potent than word. So just start to pay attention on where, what are you being drawn into watch? And if everything that you are looking at is part of one, regardless of what it is, you know, and it could be distress of vaccines or lockdown or Trump or what's going on in Armenia or what's going on with the brutality of the um, abuse to our children. But when you're, intentions and your awareness gets drawn watch your responses whether it be fear anger and rage and and hold an intention of putting love and wisdom and prayer into whatever you are looking at your attention is your attention is being called so put intention into your attention. Ben, maybe you could write that down, darling. So our intention is to illuminate. Our intention is to throw light, um, meditation, clear view, clear wisdom, like the great mother looks down at the children in the playground and is just going to shoot love and wisdom and intention at it. So <clears throat> watching and coming away from our knee-jerk reactions of old paradigm, coming away from the cluttering together of creating fields of disturbed energies, which are opinions and opinions and blah, all that, all that, just come away from that vibration and intend illumination into the world. This is the power of your prayer. So as we start to recognize even more powerfully, what I focus on can actualize what I'm seeing is part of and what I intend to create through clear view is important. And this way we are helping this alchemical process. Let's give humanity more love, <clears throat> not disturbance. Let's give humanity more love. 
to practice time and time again and over and over again to be in that still place, loving, witnessing, not adding charge to charge. In every moment, we have the choice to choose love, compassion, and indeed empathy and creativity of what Jane was talking about. Every day, every moment is an opportunity to participate. Not, you know, I heard a bit of this when I was in Spain, you know, like when supposedly Trump got COVID and all the energies around, oh, he deserves it. I hope he gets it. You know, you get what you deserve. No, 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 no. We have to be peacekeepers and loving hearth guardians. So we have to be attentive to the, the steadfastness of our thoughts, bringing light, illumination, attention. Be super, super clear about what you are reflecting back out into the world and what we are assisting and shifting in the human collective so that we become clear, clear sentient, clear audience, clear. So in this, again, as, as Kath said, as we reclaim our power, we are no longer victims and we start being the observer and the co-creator. opening the door to this new world through your hearts. So we are choosing to be, we are choosing compassion. We are choosing to be the best we can. It becomes paramount to take good care of your bodies, eat well sleep lots, the body will become tired, especially in these winter months, but because you are shedding and moving and shifting. So sleep, do that wonderful Spanish siesta, sleep for 20 minutes. I think they used to be called parnaps. Sleep, rest, let when the body wants to rest, rest, let the body rest. Don't use willpower to push your body. That's old paradigm. Listen to the internal messages and rest. Come away as ever from the collective noise. Know that your energies are becoming refined. Be quiet, reflect, gather. Know that we are the transmuters of our personal and collective health. As we move into autonomy, as we move into sovereignty, as we move into accountability, we're no longer sidestepping, giving our power away. We're surrendering as Cornelius talked about. Don't look out into the world and point fingers. Take a look. See how much you've grown. See what no longer fits your newly awakened consciousness. Be true to that. See what no longer fits our newly awakened consciousness and honor that.
So I'm going to finish with a short prayer. I want to thank you all for your work, for your hearts, for your radiance, for your courage, for your illumination, for your togetherness, for your dreaming of the new, for your capacity to stand within all this and to shine. And we will, as ever, I'll just do this short prayer meditation. Then Alex will play some music and just sign out in whatever way you want. No pressure to do that. But if you want to leave um, uh, a message of what you're leaving with or a prayer for what you're intending or an appreciation of each other to be in this group of this morning, please put that into the chat room. So if we, you just settle into yourselves, close your eyes or just be still with your eyes open. May we come together to understand our way forward is together. Holding the light of new consciousness, hand in hand, heart to heart. May we develop wisdom to hold ourselves, our family and community steady in discernment, peace, wisdom, and harmony. May our actions not add fire to the flames. May we become doorkeepers of the steady, the safe, the wise. May we learn to live our lives as a prayer in celebration of this earth as we transition this new way that has been written way before our birth. May we be active, conscious co-creators for this time, not seeking accolade for right actions, practices, but in active service and offering for these times. May we reach deepward, deep, deeply inward to find truth, silence, wisdom, and peace to be shared. Letting go of all that does not support you. Sending love, steadiness to all of our humanity. To the lungs of our earth, may we protect and look after them. To our waters, to Mama Ocean, to our forests, to our sacred mountains. May we care for all our children and offer our prayers to protect all future generations. May we walk in peace, be peace, know peace, live in peace, in the deepest steadiness for the good of all, for all our relations. I love you, thank you. 
thank you. And thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you enjoyed this episode, please do comment, like, subscribe and share so that we can collectively assist more people in these times. Please ensure that you are on our mailing list via www.theoregoprogram.com to stay connected and informed for future Sunday Sanctuary announcements. Be well and look after yourself. Sending you our blessings. Goodbye for now.